0: And welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Parati, and um, with me, as always, is not uh, Sean Day. Uh, this this show is strife with uh, technical difficulties, because I'm in Monterey and Sean's in L.A., and uh, long long-distance relationships are difficult. Um, I'll get I'll get real with you guys for a second. Long distance relationships suck, so um, that is why we can't do the show tonight. Just technical technical difficulties uh, didn't didn't work out, but we still wanted to give you guys some content. And um, the Ant Man two trailer dropped, um, so I'm just going to briefly talk about my reactions because I really enjoyed this trailer. I thought it was really great, and um, uh, I don't know why I liked it. I've been very uh uh dismissive i guess or, or just ambivalent to the the superhero trailers that have been coming out lately even infinity war like it was cool but it was almost like a false sense of of epicness and uh i, I don't know why i'm so jaded but um you know, that's kind of the clip notes. I haven't been excited for one of these movies in a long time. And I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm excited for, for Ant-Man 2. But I look forward to seeing it. I think it looks a, like a lot of fun. And, um, you know, the first Ant-Man was... I enjoyed it. Um, it's a hard film to watch because... Or if you know that, you know, Edgar Wright was supposed to direct that movie. And it oftentimes feels kind of... Almost like a watered down version of what his movie would have been, and um, w- from what I've seen in the Ant-Man two trailer, um, I believe it's Peyton Reed is directing again. He's it looks so much more confident. You know, it's it doesn't look like anyone trying to be like, oh yeah, you know, I kind of gotta, I gotta stay within the pencils and the lines and everything. And you know, he's kind of allowed to finally do his own thing and play with the world how he wants to instead of inheriting you know, mostly finished screenplay or story or something. Um, so, anyway, let's let's recap this trailer, right? It starts off, um, boom, San Francisco, which, you know, is like, ah, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, when I was living there, you know, you don't really think about it, but now it's kind of like, oh, man, hell yeah, San Francisco. Because I don't think SF gets enough love in, in the movies. It's a big city, but it's never treated as big as New York or L.A. or something like that. So... I always love when SF gets some love. Um, I thought it was strange to start it with uh, Civil War flashbacks that were done in like a weird black and white and blue kind of thing, um, but it did set up the um, the joke to introduce Wasp, which was kind of a perfect, you know, introduction when he's like, "Would you come with me?" and she was like, "You know, I guess we'll never know." But if I had, you would never been caught. And it's kind of like it tells you everything about their relationship, their dynamic, and, and who she is as a character. All in. Kind of that one, you know, very Marvel-esque uh, punchline. So I liked that. I liked that a lot. Even if the flashbacks were kind of like it felt very TV, you know, like last week on, um, which is you know, kind of what it's becoming. But, um, yeah, a lot of great shots of San Francisco. Um, and then what I really, I, probably my favorite moment of the entire trailer is when, you you know, the giant building, the skyscraper just collapses into a little rolly backpack. That Michael Douglas then you know kind of wheels away I don't know why I really loved that moment for some for some reason that was like such a great use of that power and uh, you know simple it can be it might go on to be an iconic kind of image but I, I don't know why I don't know why I really liked it um, we got a shot of Lawrence Fishburne I didn't who what when 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 did they cast him I don't remember ever hearing about that uh, so that's very interesting uh, he's you know great in everything, so yeah, put him in Ant Man. Um, the car chases looked awesome. Uh, again, I'm fanboying it out for for my my city and all the hills and everything. Um, it was great. And um, what else? What else? Ooh, the tiny van when they were driving around and the and the van was all super tiny and then they. Whoosh, go up and flip the other car over. I thought that was really cool. Really great. Um, like, Oh, of course do a, do a chase scene in a tiny little van. Like brilliant. Um, we got a really nice quick shot of giant man, which was cool. When he's kind of peering over like uh, Kilroy, you know, looking at the, the people, uh, there was a hooded villain that like looked totally out of place um, just a little too video gamey, a little too Metal Gear Solid esque. Um, I dug it. I dug the look, the gray mask. The it looked like two red eyes, and then a couple things on the side and everything. Um, but it, yeah, very video gamey. It was kind of a little jarring, but I'm excited to see what this character brings. I was sad that we only got a very, very brief blink and you miss it shot of Michael Pena, and he, he looks distressed. He's running. Um, for, or something in, in the in the shot that we get, he was by far my favorite part of the first movie. Um, so I hope I hope he's not getting killed off early and like whatever. I hope he's he's there because he they let him be him and it worked so well. Um, and everything we got of the wasp is really great. Um, the way that uh, with that shot where they're slow mo and they're throwing the knife at her and she dodges the first one and she runs up the blade of the side. That's so cool. Um, and I like that the daughter referred to as her as a partner and not like you need a sidekick. Like, no, you need a partner. Um, someone, you know, as an equal. So I like that. Um, what else? What are the last things? Oh, when he, when he says you gave her wings and blasters, you know, Oh, you didn't have that available. Uh, for me, he's like, no, I did. I liked that little moment. Um, yeah, they, they, Michael Douglas, uh, has good chemistry with this cast. Eh, actually, no, I didn't think him and, uh, Evangeline Lily were too believable as, uh, father and daughter, but I don't know, maybe I gotta watch it again. I feel like I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, and then, oh, the Pez, the final gag was the, uh, Pez being thrown at the, uh. At a motorcycle while it expanded, and that was really cool. Um, that reminded me very much of the uh, Thomas the Tank Engine that expanded during the finale fight um, at the end of the first movie. So there's there's my recap. That's pretty much everything that's in the trailer. Um, it's a cool trailer. It's got humor. It's not pretending to be more more epic or bigger than it needs to be. Like they know that the scale is small, but it's the small scale that makes everything. Bigger. I know that's like oh, shut up, but um, for real though, right? Um, so that's that's my take. I'm I'm this trailer has me excited or, or you know whatever. I'm so jaded right now. What is this with me, you guys? Um, dear imaginary audience. So the other thing is we also want to do a quick uh, top five, and in keeping in spirit with Ant Man two, we're going to do um, top five favorite Ant Man moments moments the layman um so uh, number five i'm gonna say uh when he has breakfast or does he have breakfast he, but you know he wakes up at uh, hank pym's mansion and he's he has the ants crawling on the table and putting the sugar in his coffee i you know that was a scene that definitely felt like oh man if edgar wright had done this you know um but it was still funny quirky charming um, and you learn a lot about the characters. Um, number four, I'm going to go with the end fight scene. The finale fight scene between him and uh, the Yellow Jacket. Uh, Corey Stahl, who's excellent. Um, but again, you know, they, they really... The, the whole fighting on the train tracks and everything, even though it's just a little toy train. That was really great gags for for this whole fight. Like, he, you know, they're fighting <laughs> over the, you know, pretty much the life of his daughter, but the scene is still very humorous, and, and, you know, the the actors are taking it seriously, so we take it seriously, even though it's completely ridiculous. Um, the bathtub scene... Um, which, you know, is was in the trailer. It kind of like, it gives you the sense of scale for his world. Um, and I remember it's, it's one of those things where you see it in the trailer and you're like, okay. But then you see it, you know, actually in the movie and it works so well. Um, you know, he shrinks down and the water gets turned on and everything. And, you know, they, the, the, the way that they play with the scale of that whole scene is really great. Um, with the water coming up and, you know, as it hits down and bouncing back up and... Uh, so I really like that scene a lot. Um, number two, I I just like when you kind of get the brief origin of the old, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp of, uh, Hank Pym and his wife, Janet, I believe. Um, and of course, you know, they, it, it ends on a tragic note, but it's a very cool scene. And the fact that you can have Michael Douglas look young again like this, and, you know, same with, um, Kurt Russell in Guardians 2 and, and Carrie Fisher, R.I.P. and Grand Moff Tarkin, R.I.P. Um, Peter Cushing. But um, basically, you know, the, being able to do that is like you're, you're really living in that comic book world where you can flash back and go forward and backwards and wherever the hell you want to go because who cares? Like, get the actor, have them say their lines, and post, will make them look whatever the hell age you need. It's fascinating and it's the fact that it's, you know, it's, it's not there yet, but it's so close, you know, um, which if you can do that, why, why? I mean, I'm just saying there's a lot of shitty CG and it takes you out of the movie, um, where, you know, practical effects wouldn't. So how are we that good to make Michael Douglas look 40 years old again, but, you know. We, we can't erase henry cavill's mustache you know what i'm saying it's just strange to me i know wb didn't care about justice league and i know like you know they're rushing it out but it's like come on come on anyway uh, yeah don't, uh, i don't know why i started um and number one um i'm gonna go with the heist scene starting with you know tell me about the tip and Michael Pena being like, oh, okay, so I got this friend, you know, and he goes through that whole story. And like I was saying before, they let Michael Pena be Michael Pena and it's fucking awesome. Um, he's so good and engaging and, you know, his portrayal is just very authentic. You feel like, you know, that guy, you know, um, it's so good. And he's, he's, he's such a great actor. He can jump between, you know, comedy and drama and everything in between. Um, and you never, you know, not buy him in that role. You know, it's he's, he doesn't pop up in a drama and be like, what's he? He's funny. What's he doing here? Like, you buy it. Um, so, yeah, starting with that, you know, you get that whole story. And then they get to um, Michael Douglas's uh, mansion. And Hank Pym uh, breaks in. And he's, you know, I really like the uh, the fingerprint thing where he you know there's a fingerprint scanner on the door and he somehow makes a fingerprint clone of michael douglas's and just the stupid dumb science that works in a quick scene like that for a marvel movie like marvel can get away with the quick dumb science fiction of it all because that's what it's built on um and if it's just believable enough you'll go with it and that scene is just believable enough just like when he gets to the safe he's like oh it's a big safe and he fills it with water and then freezes the water. So it expands like, you know, really great, very kind of smart uh, pieces. And you know how he lays down the, um, you know, the, the air mattress and the blankets and stuff to cushion the fall. I just liked that whole scene and it ends with him getting caught. It's perfect. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I don't like talking uh, solo, so I try to go fast for you guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, next up, or or before me, I don't know how he's going to edit this thing. Uh, Sean Day, so give it up for, for him. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and you can uh, Gmail us as well uh, if you want to hear some top fives or have an idea for a list or even want to you know come on the show. Uh, it's T O P F I V E five P O D. That's top five pod. Um, so check us out, give us a follow, and and listen, please listen, and subscribe on iTunes and review and all that good good kind of stuff. What am, what am I forgetting, guys? Oh, right. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram, but it's private, so good luck. And you can check out my website, joypartyscripts.com. Um That'll do it for me. Um, enjoy the rest of the Ant-Man talk. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey guys, Sean Day here. Um, as you probably know, Joey and I are recording these separately today. Um, I had a little issue with my recording gear this week, but I'm all up and running, and I'm excited to talk Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, but before I do this, um, I just wanted to talk about um, the first Ant-Man. I had a chance actually to watch it the other night, and um, yeah, what a great movie. Um I would, I could pair a top 5 for you guys or I could pitch a top 5 for you guys right now. So my top 5 favorite Ant-Man scenes um, I would say my number 5 was the scene the first scene where he, where Paul Rudd tries on the suit and he is starting to discover his abilities. He is in the sh- in the shower and he sees the two buttons and he you know on his hands and he presses those two buttons, shrinks down and just the scale of you know how small he is and and just him being at awe and amazed at you know what's going on and also probably ter- terrified because he's you know you know about to drown from the shower being turned on or or a rat about to eat him. So um, that's about number five. Number four, I'm gonna go with um, man. It's that the kind of the last maybe the third act. There's a scene where uh ant man is actually in the ground getting all his, his ant friends communicating with the ants and and that scene where he's just pretty much racing through like the sewers um what an amazing scene uh just to show the scale of his powers and you know what else he can do with his abilities uh it's quite amazing so that's my number four number three I'm going to go with, I would say, another third act. It's the uh, fight scene between Jacket and Ant-Man on the uh, uh, the Thomas the Tank Engine train uh, tracks, or train set, toy set, at the end of the film. Uh, what a amazing action sequence. And for kind of lightly sprinkling some humor in there with the actual setting of it, um, it was quite an intense fight scene. And... Um, yeah it was it was great and of course it kind of leads into when ant-man finally defeats yellow jacket he shrinks down so small that he goes to the quantum realm where the original wasp was supposedly lost and so that scene was great because it kind of gave us a little glimpse into that that little area uh so i believe that was my number three uh number oh man number two let's see here uh uh-huh. I'm going to go with oh man, there's so many good scenes I, the ones that pop out to me the most I, I probably lost count already but um, there's one oh, we see um... oh, what is it? I'm trying to remember no, that's Civil War I'm thinking of Civil War if you can count Civil War, guys I mean, trust me there's some really cool scenes with Ant-Man in there so if I can tag that along, uh, Ant-Man meeting the Falcon and messing up his suit, and also just giant Ant-Man in the airport scene in Civil War. So if we can count Civil War, that's probably a great scene with Ant-Man in it. Uh, but more from the movie, the first movie, uh, where he shrinks down and he's fighting all those those guys in that in the building. Um, he ro- he runs up the gun and you know he uses his abilities with super strength. Uh, all the scenes with Michael Pena in it—I mean, his comedy relief and just playing the friend, close friend, and and um, partner of of um, Paul Rudd's character in the film—what um, a great role to to balance that out. And um, I can't wait to see him. I, I was kind of sad I didn't see him in the trailer, but I can't wait to see him in the actual—you um, know—the second movie. Um, but yeah, uh, so many many scenes from the first film. I just really liked it. It was a great movie. It was original. Um, you know, it was so different. It was it was originally conceived, um, the original script was conceived by Edgar Wright, and, you know, there's a lot of just different um, changes that happen, obviously, with the growing MCU. So, um, yeah, they kind of changed paces and it went through a lot of different people but after watching the film it just felt like it was such a fluent and well-paced film and i thought that was very interesting um so yeah if you guys haven't seen ant-man yet and if you haven't seen the ant-man and wasp trailer check it out um what a great film and so different for the mcu and that's what i can't wait to see more of those kind of storylines you know taking chances on characters and franchises like guardians of the galaxy and ant-man they're now the most one of the most popular um characters and that's just amazing how marvel's able to to build these characters up to give them more um more of a you know context and and, and meaning to the mc universe but also setting themselves apart from all the other movies so, um, yeah, that is kind of my breakdown. I, I didn't really count down my top fives on that one, but there's just so many great scenes, guys. Um, and as far as the Ant-Man and Wasp trailer, a uh, very short trailer, kind of a teaser in some way or form. But, man, there's a lot of great scenes. I mean, we get to see the, the original cast come back. Um, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. Um, Evangeline Lilly as Hope Pym slash the Wasp. Uh, a little glimpse of Mike Pena and some uh, new characters. Michelle Pfeiffer, um, supposedly playing the Wasp, or the original Wasp. Lawrence Fishburne. Um, heard a rumor he might be the villain later on in the uh, franchise. So, um, so yeah, guys. Um, great, great trailer. I really liked it. Um, getting excited. Uh, of course, Ant-Man and Wasp were getting more interactions with uh you know Evangeline Lily's character Hope and uh there's some great scenes where Michael Douglas is and Ant-Man they're you know they're both talking about you know her and um Ant-Man makes that joke where he's like or he, he makes that comment where he's like you gave her wings and and blasters he's like you know did that take a while like you know was that before my my suit that you created for me and he's like, no, I've had it all along. And so you could tell he, he's playing a little favoritism, and, you know, it's his daughter, and, you know, he, uh, obviously, his wife used to don the suit in a way. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it, I, can, I can't wait to see more of Michael Douglas's um, interactions with Hope and the Wasp, and, of course, the original Wasp. And just to see, because you know, there's so much backstory. I feel that they have for him, and you know, with Marvel and MCU, there's always the, um, you know, the the previous generation, you know, Stark and his father, and you know, Hank Pym, and and now I guess the mentor of uh, of um, Paul Rudd's character in the in the in the movie. So um, yeah, I I every a lot of good scenes and. You know they're utilizing the shrinking and the growing, um, still, which is which is one of my favorite things about Ant-Man in the films. Um, best one of my favorite scenes is the the kind of the last scene where they're in the back of a car or back of a of a van and they throw this little Pez dispenser, Hello Kitty Pez dispenser, and then they like grow it up and make it large and. <laughs> I said grow it up, but they, they, yeah, they enlarge it and (laughs) with their technology and it's the funniest thing to look at. And it's, you know, it's definitely the MCU Marvel tone they want to give, but it makes me think like, Oh God, what else, what else can they do? What else can they throw at these guys? So, um, out the Batman, out the bat guys, um, really enjoyed the trailer. Uh, I know this is kind of my, just a short two cents on everything. Um, but, uh, yeah. You guys check it out. It's, um, you know, I can't wait to see some more. I can't wait to see another trailer to get us excited. And this movie is coming out in July, which is a month after uh, Infinity War. Or sorry, two months after Infinity War. And um, so I'm curious to see when this will take place also, if it's before or after Infinity War. Want to see more of the Quantum Realm. I think that's what it is. um, Where that leads the original Wasp and her story. Um, the Wasp and Ant-Man partnering up. Will we see them in any other films? I would love to see that. And, I don't know. feel like this a little love chemistry I'm sure they're going to put towards, uh, you know, Paul Rudd's character and Evangeline Lily. But I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have to go that way. You know, we'll see. So, uh yeah, guys, that's my two cents. Um, thank you for listening. And, um, of course, you guys can reach me uh, if you guys want to reach out to me on the social network. Um, you can find me on Instagram at music. Starting to post more stuff as far as uh, <laughs> my daily social life. So um, check it out, guys. And you can also find some of my music and more of my work on Um Again, guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate um everyone following and uh sticking up with the show um yeah more content to come this year in 2018 and uh can't wait to record a full episode but Joy next week with my fully working rig now and um yeah again thanks for listening